Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life Changing Places brought to you by Lufthansa. Discover amazing stories and find your life changing destination at lifechangingplaces.com. A wintry storm still lingers in the northeastern states. Milder weather will start to surge into the nation's midsection while it turns stormy on the West Coast. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. I'm joined by AccuWeather.com's Bernie Reno. And this is Weather Insider for Monday, November the 18th. And we are at episode number 186. Bernie, quite a scene along mm-hmm. the uh, the mid-Atlantic coast during the course of this past weekend. I know on AccuWeather.com and the AccuWeather Network and, and other places as well, uh, interesting videos about dunes getting breached and, and flooding uh, on the Carolina Capes and other places. Talk about that storm because what it did, but also it's now moving what has moved up off the New England coast, and there's been ice and snow and gusty winds up there. So why don't you take us on a little journey up yes. the coast? Let's let's talk about the rough surf and the damage that they did receive this weekend along the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Peak wind gusts anywhere from 50 to 80 miles per hour. There's an 80 mile per hour wind gust in Bogues Banks near Emerald Isle in North Carolina. And you nailed this land the last week. We talked about the strong nor'easter yeah. and how well, there would be all these problems, and there they were. Yeah, and North Carolina got hit the worst. Uh, Jonathan Petromala was on, is still on the scene in the Outer Banks of North Carolina zone. Mon- Monday night, and. Uh, he is reporting extensive damage. All of the dunes have been washed out along the Outer Banks, especially northern Outer Banks of North Carolina. Well, not all the dunes, but they've been a lot of them. A lot been of them have been gone. breached, yes. especially around uh, Nagshead, around Buxton. Um, roads are closed. I believe that's Highway 12. Yeah, how about damage closed. to some of those uh, homes and so Build, on Some homes have been damaged. A lot of the sand has been washed uh, into the houses as well. And from what he was talking about, they're going to have to have all those houses where they've sand. It costs about 250 to $300 for someone to come out and clear that sand out of your property. That's how extensive it is. You know, it's interesting. What well, thing that makes me nervous, I know Jonathan doesn't put himself in harm's way, but I saw some amateur people filming stuff, and here'd be a big wave come breach the, a dune yeah. and suck out, almost like a rip current, sucks out. That's how rip currents uh, occur, but you can't see it because it's under right. And people are standing there right next to it. I, the, the power of water is immense. And this was, for all intents and purposes, the impacts was a tropical storm. There were sustained winds over tropical storm force. We had wind gusts, as I mentioned, 50 to 80 miles per hour. Now, the system moved offshore, um, and for much of the weekend, it was all about the surf. Earlier on Monday, there was enough easterly flow. We had some spotty ice across parts of northeastern Pennsylvania, southern tier North, New York. It wasn't a whole lot. As we move forward tonight and some of the precipitation uh, uh, Monday night 
as some of the precipitation starts backing in from the east, there's going to be more of a problem with freezing rain, I think. Where will that west, be? West, well west of the I-95. You probably have to go from even west of Worcester. So western, let's say to about Worcester, Massachusetts, up in the central parts of Maine, much of Vermont, much of New Hampshire. Uh, on Monday evening, it will start as freezing rain. It'll go as far south as maybe Albany, uh, across, let's say, the middle to northern part of the Hudson Valley. And then as we move through the later Monday night into Tuesday morning, that ice will then transition to sleet and a period of snow. Colder air will come in behind the storm as it moves away, and so ski country is likely to pick up a bit of snow. A few to several inches of snow in some of the ski resorts uh, across New Hampshire and Vermont. Yeah, no doubt about it. Stormy weather uh, for the West Coast. Yes. Uh, Talk about that a little bit, especially the Pacific Northwest to start. Uh, But then that system uh, also, we're going to look for some uh, difficulty in southern, in the southwest, southern California, Arizona, places like that. A dramatic change beginning Tuesday. Record warmth on Sunday. There will be record warmth. Where was that record warmth? Across Southern California, Intermountain West. I think as we go through the rest of uh, Monday afternoon, Monday evening, you're going to see some records across parts of Southern California, uh, maybe as far north as around Boise. But as we go through Tuesday, the system coming into the Northwest Monday night uh, results in the jet stream digging very far south or pushing south to uh, Monday night into Tuesday. By Wednesday, that jet stream will form a, uh, a deep cutoff upper low right across Southern California. There's going to be little, if any, precipitation with this storm in central and northern California. There will be some strong winds, though, in northern California, and the fire danger is going to go high, even though the temperatures are going to be much, much lower. We're looking for showers in southern California Tuesday night and Wednesday. It won't be a lot of rain. The heaviest and steadiest rain will be on the eastern side of that upper low. That's around Phoenix, around Tucson, around Even Flagstaff. Ve- Vegas? Vegas is on the western edge of that heavy rain, but it will be, I think, uh, the most significant amount of rain they've had in the southwest for quite some time. And it will linger as we head into Thursday, or I should yeah, into Thursday, and then that storm moves out into the plains later this week. And out ahead of that storm, we're going to have a big warm-up. It's going to turn milder uh, Tuesday, but especially on Wednesday from Texas uh, all the way up through the uh, portions of the Ohio Valley. How warm is it going to get? At least back to or above normal for a day or two. Unfortunately, I don't think it's the warmth may not linger because there's going to be a lot of precipitation coming north and east out ahead of this system. Uh, mostly rain, Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City. There may be a narrow band of snow Wednesday night into Thursday with this storm, maybe toward Green Bay and Minneapolis. We'll see. But certainly that storm is what's bringing the milder air out ahead of it. And will any of that mild or weather be able to translate into the eastern states? So the northwesterly flow behind this storm that's uh, bringing the frozen precipitation, the wintry precipitation to the northeast Monday and Tuesday, as that leaves, eventually the flow will become more westerly or southwesterly for at least a day or two. Yeah, Wednesday looks to be the nicest day. High pressure builds in. And then I'm afraid Wednesday night into Thursday, as the storm comes out in the plains, I'm wondering how much moisture, how many clouds there are going to be. And this time of the year, listen, the clouds will certainly keep it from getting too cold at night, but it will also limit the warming during the day. 
Well, Bernie, you'll be back uh, on Tuesday. I'm on assignment. Dean DeVore will be joining you. And as we get toward the end of the week, we're going to start to take a look at travel for the big Thanksgiving holiday, most traveled time of the year, that weekend. More folks travel during Thanksgiving than any other holiday. It is my understanding that AAA is projecting this to be the busiest uh, uh, travel day we've ever seen before Thanksgiving. Wednesday, the Wednesday, Wednesday before. Is, we'll, that, is that driving and flying? Yeah, both. driving and flying. That's what my understanding is. Uh, although that seems to occur every year. There's more and more, more people out. Well, there are. Yeah. That's true. Because yeah. <laughs> <There's, laughs> there's more of us and we're traveling more places. But we wanted to give you that uh, heads up as we get that inside information as we get toward the end of the week. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. If you enjoyed this AccuWeather podcast and play fantasy sports, check out Field Conditions, getting you inside information on how weather can affect your fantasy picks. New episodes every Friday. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.